Remember the heat from last summer? Remember how the sun can damage your flooring, furniture, and window coverings? Energy efficiency meets style and comfort when you get SunTech Solar Screening for your windows or sliding doors. You get more comfort and you save money with SunTech. Call for a free estimate, 352-9396. Get SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. Or go online, suntechsolarscreens.com. Call SunTech Solar Screening. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad to be with you today. We have a lineup of outstanding guests to talk about real estate, real estate for investors, real estate for first-time home buyers, real estate for move-up buyers, and real estate for people that are thinking that maybe this is the right time to sell their real estate. There's a big demand, and, you know, that's usually when you get your best prices on anything. It's when there is the highest demand. But I wonder if the things we've been taught lead us in the wrong direction. Sometimes we're going to find out because my guests in the studio today are real estate experts. Joining me later on the program, Gary McDonald, the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Also, April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and Brian Cushing, mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. He's with the Cushing team. We're going to find out about the Northern Nevada activity, look at the stats, and see where we're going from here. Plus, we're going to find out why it might be very important for you to say no to your lender. We'll be back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. We're back in the studio talking real estate and real estate for investors. One of the first things I always think about during this segment of the program is that lovely Sherry Hill from Sage International. She helps real estate investors incorporate their business so that they can run their real estate holdings, their rental properties, just like a business. And then you've got the protection of your assets. Want to learn more? Call Sherry Hill at Sage International, 775-786-5515. In the studio, I have three guests joining me today. April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association, of Realtors. Welcome to our show, April. Thanks, Peter. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you back. Are you enjoying the springtime? I'm loving the springtime, and it's been beautiful weather. Um, love the cool nights and working hard. You know, I've been in my garden more than ever, I think, in the month of April because things are really seeming to be popping this year. Sherry Hill had a great guest on her show today talking about all the natural ways to plant herbs and vegetables and all kinds of fun things in your garden that not only benefit your family but the whole universe. Well, let's talk about that later on the show because I want to find out a little bit more about your backyard and seeing if you might be able to support some honeybees this year. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of room. All right. <laughs> you brought your associate, Gary McDonald, here. Gary, welcome back to our show. Hi, Peter. Nice to see you again. Good, good to have you back at the, at the uh, radio program because... Um, I know how busy you are, and I know how busy the real estate world is. A lot of activity going on. Are the deals every bit as challenging as when I was in the mortgage business a few years back? Every bit, Peter. Really? Uh, lots of situations coming up. Um, shortage of inventory, multiple offers. Um, it's, it's, it's a challenge. I know, and it takes a real pro to do the job of a real estate professional, Gary. And I tell people, I believe it's one of the, if not the hardest job on the planet. Because you've got to make it look so easy. You've got to talk to so many people. There are so many people, other people, involved in your transaction. And every one of those connections has to work. One wrong connection, and it doesn't happen, does it? It's a complicated process, and it's great to have a network of good people working. 
Absolutely, and the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, I'm sure, is a big part of that with all the great people that you interact with, Gary. Uh, with us today, I also have a fantastic mortgage lender, Brian Cushing. Brian, you're on the other side of the equation in most cases when it comes to buy or sell real estate. Sometimes we're the glue. You're the glue. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, you know, with uh, what's happening nowadays, everybody still rate, 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 interest rate, interest rates, so low, so low, so low, but the prices continue to move in the opposite direction. Uh, thank goodness the interest rates are so low. Could you imagine if interest rates were at their near high and their pri our prices were at their near high as well? It would almost be impossible, right, to close a deal. Uh, it would definitely make it harder. It so imagine harder this, 400 and let's say $500,000 deal, 16.5% interest. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a tough one to put together. <laughs> Well, I may be old, but I, yeah, I'm old because that's what I had on my first mortgage, you know, and it, when I had bought my first home. And it's just amazing how things were happening. And then, of course, the prices were so low that that was the offset, right? So now the big offset is those low interest rates. But we've all got to figure that at some point that has to change. It, nothing stays the same forever. I, I talk about how interest rates seem to be maybe bouncing gently near the bottom. Is that a fair assessment, what's going on, Brian? Yeah, I think we've bounced off the bottom, but it's still pretty doggone low. I mean, mm -hmm. 24 months ago, today's rates would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, Has the refinance market continued to be strong, or are we getting to the point in America where most people have gotten out of those 6 7 8% rates, or even less, right? Because it's a dramatic difference when you're looking at about half a million dollars of property value and a difference of 5% versus 2% or 7% versus 3%. It's huge, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think most people have gotten out of those those kind of interest rates. I mean, now it's more than anything else. People want to take cash out of all this great equity their neighbor just sold for a record amount so yeah. they can value their house more and they could leverage it. It's still you know, in the 3% range. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Even if they had refinanced at 2.75 yeah. and now they need some cash for some other project, some of those are happening. It's funny how some people, uh, they, they say one thing, but when they're in the situation themselves, they have a hard time grasping it. And what I'm talking about is buying investments, any kind of investments, right? The, the general key, I believe, is buy low and sell high. Isn't that right? Correct. April, Gary? Buy low, sell high. And uh, so many people, they, when they go buying their house, they think, oh, you know what, we're going to live here for a long time, and then pretty soon they realize they're going to move. And so now they're looking at the buy. What do we pay? What do we sell? Can we sell? Should we sell? And the emotions start to kick in. Well, this is where our baby was born. Can we really, do we really want to sell this house? Maybe we should just keep it as a rental. And, you know, I, I'm like that too. I wonder if a lot of sellers today that would normally sell are maybe holding off on selling Gary in April because the prices are going up, and they keep thinking, well, why would I sell when the prices are going up? Better to sell when the prices are low. <laughs> no, that's the opposite. Gary, what are your thoughts on buying low and selling high in real estate? I think that uh, right now what we're seeing is a reluctance of people to sell their home for mm -hmm. a couple different reasons. One would be we've just been through the biggest, largest pandemic we've, the, the country and the world has ever known. And people didn't want other people in their home. They just were reluctant to put it up for sale. Mm -hmm. Then you also had the point where uh, once the market started getting to the point where, okay, yeah, I could manifest a lot of profit out of this. Mm -hmm. Where am I going to go? And so there's a, there's a couple factors in here. People are a little bit reluctant to sell their home until they're sure they have somewhere to go. Yeah. And through all of this, what our mantra is over and over and over again is hire a realtor. If you're thinking about doing anything regarding real estate, hire a realtor. And then my second mantra is if you're going to finance, get a local lender, somebody that we can reach out to, somebody that we have a uh, relationship with that uh, I can talk to that knows who I am, knows what I do, knows my, knows my background, and we can work it through uh, mm -hmm. because it's complicated. This, mm -hmm. is, this is not, I, I don't want to simplify this too much. It's a complicated market. Now, yeah. cash has been king, but there's going to come a point again where people are going to buy homes the way they traditionally did with X amount of money down, 
uh, be able to afford a payment of this a month and uh, call it a home. I'm not a financial expert or a financial advisor, but I keep up with what's happening in the financial world mm -hmm. around the world for the most part, mostly in the U.S., Gary. But uh, it seems like things are moving so fast that you really need a specialist to work on complicated things that you don't normally work on because everything is changing so fast. And real estate is one of those one of those worlds. The, the, the digital world has such a huge impact on real estate nowadays. I, I can imagine that the way you present not only real estate anymore, but the way you present yourself is a make or break deal in many cases Absolutely. in the digital world. Absolutely. Uh, a good digital presence, uh, good reviews, a good website, uh, you know, good background is absolutely important. Well, when it comes down to it, face-to-face. -face, face I love that, Gary. Face-to-face -face comes in the at the end, but uh, for, from a realtor perspective, what is it going to take? What do I have to do to create a, um, a persona in the marketplace that somebody's going to want to pick up the phone and call me? Gary McDonald is with us. Gary is the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Also with us, April Labrie, the CEO of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. April, it's all about education when you interact with the RSAR. During the pandemic and leading up into what we are now, late April, what are the classes like? Are they primarily online? Are they a combination? Uh, are you getting more to face-to-face? -face? Do people even want to do that anymore? So right now we are continuing to do virtual classes, platforms such as Zoom. Uh, we are opening up to a blended format, so we will have some people actually in the facility while others are zooming in, so we can accommodate uh, both both ends of the spectrum for uh -huh. those who are ready to come and be in person yeah. and those that are still a little hesitant, and that's okay. Uh, we want to make sure, though, that we continue to provide the education to the real estate agent, further their experience, their expertise, so they can better serve their clients. Oh, very good. And so anybody that wants information from the Reno Sparks Association wants to learn more about it, you've got a great website, rsar.net. Yep. And all of your contact information is there. A whole lot of great stuff. Much of the data that we use here on our radio program in our interactions with our guests, we get from the Association of Realtors. I want to thank you for the great work you're doing there. That's wonderful news, and you're very welcome. I'm glad you're using it. It's a great resource <laughs> for the local community. And Brian Cushing is with us. Brian is a mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. Brian, I found out you have many, many years of experience. Did you say you've got over 15 years of experience? Yeah. Yeah, 17 years. 17 years. That's a long time doing that work. And again, like the real estate world, it looks pretty darn easy to me. Uh, every time I see you, you're having a cocktail, uh, lunch, oh, or Facebook. entertaining guests. <laughs> uh, but yet, I know because I was a mortgage lender, you know, when I when I started the radio show, I know how challenging it can be. And it's really, like you say, in many cases, the glue of a transaction. When we come back from this radio show, I want to talk about something that I know that you do, and that is uh, the lock situation, the rate lock situation at Guild Mortgage. I got a, a, an information sheet from you about how you can lock your rate for a certain amount of time, and then you can go out and shop once you're approved. When I was a mortgage lender, Brian, I lost a couple of deals because mortgage rates were starting to move so fast and we did not have the ability where I worked to lock a rate like that and secure it and then reduce the rate if it actually went down. And now that Guild Mortgage is doing this, I know that's a great advantage for you and for your prospects. So when we come back, that's what I'd like to talk about. Awesome. All right, we'll be back with more after this quick message. One, two, three, four, five. Save the date for the 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. 4Kids Foundation helps disadvantaged local kids in so many ways. New coats for those that can't afford to buy their own. Eyeglasses to help students learn better. Weighted blankets for kids with autism. Dance lessons to help build confidence. Or equine-assisted therapy to help kids recover from physical or emotional abuse. Help support the kids by supporting 4Kids Foundation's 5th Annual Golf Tournament. You can sponsor, participate, and support in this outstanding event. The 4Kids Foundation 5th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk Golf and Resort. Get all the details and register at 4KidsFoundation.org or call us 775-741-5231. 
Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fifth annual golf tournament, Friday, May 21st, at Red Hawk Golf and Resort in Sparks. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. I'm glad you tuned into our radio show today. We're excited about all the great things coming up this spring, not only home buying and home selling, but doing some of the things I love to do, golf. Big golf tournament coming up Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk. It's on the Lakes course. It's the Four Kids Foundation, fifth annual golf tournament. I had a great time last year, and I hope you can join us too. It's a fun thing to do, and it's a great way to support the kids that really need help in northern Nevada. There are many kids out there that can use your help, and you can find out more about their needs at fourkidsfoundation.org. Also, register for the golf tournament. Sponsor, play, donate, do anything you can to help us out. We'll be there having a great time Friday, May 21st at Red Hawk. Brian Cushing is with us. Brian is our mortgage lender expert from Guild Mortgage. Brian, you played last year at this tournament, is that correct? I sure did. And you live to tell about it. How <laughs> yeah. was it? It was fun. I'm playing again this year. You're going again? Well, very nice. Last year we played at the Lake Ridge course, which was a blast. I've not played the Lakes course at Red Hawk. I'm looking forward to that. It's been a while for me. Gary McDonald is with us in the studio. Gary, you're a golfer. Have you played at Red Hawk? I leave a golf ball in the water on number 17 every time I play. No, really? <laughs> at least one. I'll bring, I'll bring a net and maybe I'll get your ball. How about you, April? Are you a golfer? I am a very poor golfer. You'd fit right in with us. There you go. So I'm I'm all about the whole best ball competition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's what I love. I can always blame the other three people. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm glad you're all here today because we're talking about all the fun things, but all the challenging things in the world of real estate. And you know, I want people to know that one of the most important things that I had to deal with when I was a mortgage lender was the rate lock and the timing and how it's done and what it means. So Brian Cushing, I received a notice from you recently about something you have called the lock and shop program. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. So when somebody goes through the pre-approval process, we set up a maximum price, but it's all about the loan. Ultimately, mm -hmm. that's what we're lending is a, mm -hmm. is a loan amount. So we can... Uh, if we can stick to one price and one loan amount, we can lock in or hedge ahead of time that the rate won't cap, will be capped at a certain amount. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be a touch over the going rate if you were locking in and you had a, a contract on a house. But uh, for some people, they have a limit on what their debt-to-income ratio could be. So that could be the make or break to keep them approved even if the rate started to go up uh -huh. at the same price range. So it's a way to protect their ability to stay pre-approved when you lock that rate. Yeah, we offer something similar for home builder clients as well because uh -huh. sometimes those take nine months or longer. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you start to see the rates move and your home's still being built, that, that can really give you a, a, a gut check. Yeah, sometimes it can make you not qualify. Yeah, because it can have a big impact on the payments. And like you say, some people, they're, they're, they're real right on the line. They can't afford to have their payments increase. So that, that rate lock is a form of security uh, as I mentioned, when I was a lender, I, ha I did not have this opportunity. And one of the challenges that my clients had, as well as as an employee I had, was that if the rates drop, and I've already locked somebody at a rate, my client said, why can't I get the low today's lower rate? Uh, we're not even ready to close yet. And you know, it was long and complicated. That's not the case anymore at Guild Mortgage, right? Yeah, you can do a float down on that. Uh, you do eventually have to do a handshake and agree that we're going to agree to the same rate through the remainder of the closing process. Uh, and that's so we can get the loan approved based on a set payment. Because uh -huh. every time the payment changes, you've got to go back to underwriting. And that can take some extra time and right. delay your closing. So right. we do want to avoid that. So uh, locking that rate is a benefit to all parties if it can be, be done. 100%. Uh, very nice. Now let's talk about the selling aspect. And, you know, when I was looking at my real estate stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, and I look at the active inventory, uh, there must be a typo here, Gary McDonald, because it says that there are 74.7% less homes on the market today than there were last year. Could, could that be right? Peter, I wish that was a typo. 
It is not a typo. That is that is correct. We're selling as many or more homes with fewer product available to sell. That is really amazing, amazing. And so, uh, as people are thinking, you know, that maybe they they don't want to sell because prices go up. Again, I think it's reverse psychology because we talked about it. It's always best to sell when the market is up, right? Sell high, buy low. Uh, but you know, the question is, what do you do if you sell your home? Well, I guess it depends on where you are in your life, Gary. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that I'm going to very soon have a guest on our radio show in the coming weeks who is in the RV business. And one of the things that I'm thinking about, maybe in a year, maybe more like five to ten years, selling my home and buying an RV. That's one thing I could do right now. Could you imagine how much RV I could buy with a million-dollar home? I uh, spent a couple of years running RV dealerships. I know exactly you're thinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the smart money takes off. <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, with with the, the pandemic last year, mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to find a used RV. Yeah. It's hard to find a house. Uh -huh. And people are just spending their time. And so uh, one of the activities has been golf, tennis, pickleball, you name it. Anything right. that will get people outside and uh, closer to nature right and uh, I know you I know you love the bees and everything else sure. so you when you take off in your motor home you're gonna have to take care of your bees oh but, well they'll uh, be I'll put them on a trailer people do that all the time uh, with their pets and so why not it's just it's I just thought that would be a great way to look at the uh, lifestyle of basically cash because this is what Sellers have right now, a lot of sellers have in front of them they can take if they want, and that's cash. Now, the other thing I was thinking about that might not be a bad idea, you still want to own a home in northern Nevada, right? Mm -hmm. I want to buy an RV, but I want to come back here. But the fact is, I don't need that big house maybe. What if I was able to sell that house, downsize to a house, Gary, same location, or even maybe downsize to Fernley? Me, my, my main base for northern Nevada, and then I could buy my RV. And I take, I probably still have some cash left in my pocket. Yeah, a lot of people will be salivating over your thinking. Yes, they should. <laughs> they, they should. They should. You know, some people get paid for this kind of thinking. It's all free here. <laughs> yeah, well, you can tell. I'm at that age in my life. My wife is too. We're, we have to really start to think about what are we going to do in five years, ten years. What do we want to do? And um, I hope that when I am there that the market is as high and strong as it is now, Gary. But you know what? It goes up and down. Um, our real estate market is always fluid. Interest rates are always fluid. Uh, lending programs are always fluid. Mm. Uh, what I will tell a prospective seller right now, if you've got a five-bedroom house and all your children have gone off to live their own lives, you won't find a better time to sell it. So what I'm saying is I've known many people who said they were set for retirement in five years or ten years, and then the market crashed, and then this happened or that happened, and there's not enough time to recover. Uh, I think if this is a if this is something you're close enough to, and you can look at this, this is a solid deal. If you can sell your real estate now, it's pretty much a solid deal. You're going to get mm -hmm. cash, you're going to get the money, and you're going to be able to hit the gas. And that's what I want to do. It's not for everybody, but I think it's just one thing to think about, Gary. Uh, I'm not sure whether to buy a Class A motorhome or a trailer or a class b that's probably the biggest thing i'm thinking about right now is what kind of a motorhome am i going to buy call me i'm going to call you <laughs> no, i'm going to call you that's a perfect transition home. you know they also make great mother-in-law homes I bet. <laughs> <laughs> what an rv will do if you have the room to keep it on your property yep then you have guests come in for the weekend yep then it's a perfect place for you to go hide mm -hmm. or for your guests to stay. So. You know, that I have a really big family and I have thought about that and that would be kind of a neat because especially if there's kids and they want to have fun outside and noise. But it leads me to the next question, Gary and April. What about Airbnb? Is that a factor? Is that something you talk to your clients and prospects about when they're looking to buy a home that maybe they can or can't or are they asking about Airbnb, April? So, yes, in fact, um, we've been working closely regarding the short-term rental ordinance uh, for Washoe County. Mm -hmm. um, but, yes, our real estate agents need to make sure that they're well-versed in that area. So when they are talking to their clients, they can answer those questions regarding converting those properties into an investment property for Airbnbs. And there are 
quite a few in um, Washoe County. So I would imagine. Uh, I mean, let's face it, Washoe County, Reno, Sparks is a destination. Mm -hmm. It's a resort area, and uh, second homes. I did a fair number of second home deals, believe it or not, in Reno and Sparks. I did one instead. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would do a second home. Brian Cushing, second homes, are they a factor in Absolutely. our world for you? Oh, yeah. We've got lots of people coming from all over. Yeah. Sometimes they're buying a, a second home to become a primary home later. Yeah, that's a great way to that's I mean, that's how it gets them to Nevada. It gets mm -hmm. to the tax structure, right? Yeah. Uh, so um, so the, uh, the value of a home is not just living there. Because if, if I wanted to do the RV thing and then leave northern Nevada for six months, do I essentially have the opportunity of a Airbnb for six months yes, on my absolutely. property? Absolutely. And then if I have an RV on the side, Gary, I'll have an RV, Airbnb and a half, right, with a mother-in-law. <laughs> there you go. Peter, Peter, I know where your mind is today. <laughs> We're going to have a big He's party. He's buying the RV. We're gonna, we're going to butcher a pig in the backyard. <laughs> Bury it in the ground, cook yeah, it. Make yeah, some okay. chicharrones. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Only when you are a homeowner can you do these things. Getting to be a homeowner is not an easy thing to do. When we come back from this quick break, we're going to talk about some of the things you have to absolutely be prepared to say no to if you're going to be buying a home. Know what you are expected to say no to. We'll tell you about that after this message. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Hey, we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I can feel the heat coming right now because every time I go out to the back to work in my yard, I start sweating in the back of my neck, and I know that means hot, hot summers. I'm getting all set, though. SunTech Solar Screening is getting put up on more of my house this year than ever before. Those SunTech Solar Screens keep it cool all summer long. My heating and cooling bills year-round have gone down. In the summertime, we enjoy that cool house more than ever because the air conditioning doesn't have to turn on as often. Those SunTech solar screens keep us cool without having to plug in anything electricity or digital. It's all about blocking the right amount of sun. You want to learn more? Visit SunTechSolarScreens.com and they'll give you all the information and a free estimate. Tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, three guests talking real estate and real estate for investors. April Labrie is with us. I hope you're enjoying being here today. I love it every time. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Gary McDonald, too. Gary, doing well? You look like? Peter, we have known each other a long time. Life is good. Thank you. <laughs> Still smiling. Yes, always. No Brian, reason not to. Yeah, and Brian Cushing is with us, too, from Guild Mortgage. He runs the Guild Mortgage Cushing team, and it's a great team, Brian. Can lenders even operate nowadays without a team with all these complexities? Uh, and not do very many <laughs> loans at a time. I know. It's the cow it takes a village. It does take a village, but when it's all done, it's worth it. I learned in the mortgage world, Brian, that there are some things that people have to be ready to say no to if they want to get a yes. You ever heard that, that no's lead to a yes? I have. I had a great sales coach once, and he said, when people say no to you, Peter, that's a buying signal. He says, if I give you two no's, you're even closer. <laughs> and then at three, you're almost ready to sign some paper. So I've always kind of felt like that's the deal. But in the mortgage world, I thought, you, know, you never want to hear no, right? Oh, approved, yes, yes, you got the money. But it's not really that way. I know there are some things that you need to say to, say no to, if you want to get a mortgage. I know that from experience. And I want to talk about those things with 
you and with our other guests, Brian. So one of the first things that I remember asking my prospective mortgage uh, buyers, the people I was in, um, taking their application, I needed to find out if they'd ever had any problems. Like, have you ever had a bankruptcy? And I'm hoping I hear no. Sometimes I, <laughs> I would hear I'm in the middle of a bankruptcy. But that's one of the classic examples. I want to hear no. Have you ever had a bankruptcy? No. What else, Brian, would the great thing, some of the great things you'd want to hear people say no to? Uh, foreclosure. Have you ever had a foreclosure? I have not had a foreclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. See? I like that. Thank you, Brian. Let me I, see. You I know get what? the feeling I was set up today. So, you know <laughs> April, I think he's on the way to getting a mortgage. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. Let me ask you another question while I'm in this process, I guess. So, um, have you co-signed for anybody else on a car loan or a home loan, Brian? Please say no to that. No, you have not co-signed? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, so, have you been divorced recently? No, that's helpful. <laughs> no, oh my God, all these no's are leading me to a yes. Let's see what else. Ah, do you own a business besides your job? Yeah, no, this is very helpful. So there's no other business that I have to worry about taxes and income and your employees over there? You don't have another business? Until uh, until I remember when I give you my tax return, <laughs> I forgot to tell you about that one. But I closed that one. That was yeah. that closed that one a while ago. Have you paid your taxes for the oh, last that's, year or two? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a yes I yeah. want. So, <laughs> you know, I had a guy once say he hadn't paid taxes in seven years. Mm -hmm. And he was in to get a mortgage from me. I've had a conversation with a guy for the last two years about yeah. that exact yeah. issue as soon as he finishes paying his taxes. Yeah, we and we had to get, get him back on track. But he thought he was exempt from paying taxes under some ancient ordinance. Uh, but yes, that's, uh, that's one of the yeses. But the no, uh, the, those are the things. Okay, so um, have you taken out any new debt in the last 30 days? Have you bought a new car maybe? Furniture? Anything like that? Have you done anything like that, Brian? Or maybe bought another house in the last 30 days and forgot to tell me? <laughs> you hope you hear no to that, right? Correct. Because if they say yes, doesn't life get a little bit more complicated than oh, you ask those kinds of sure questions? It sure does. Right? It can get way more complicated. Yeah. And so I know as a lend, former lender and as you as a lender, Brian, we always say to people, the first thing you need to do before you think about buying a home is go to talk to a lender, right? Um, and I think that's great advice. But I think when people know somebody who knows a lender, that guy might even be better. Because I am telling people today what your lender is going to ask you and what your lender wants to hear. Your lender wants to hear no. If you're thinking of getting a divorce, reconsider. <laughs> you may not be able to get a mortgage. Thinking about a bankruptcy? I suggest otherwise. Look for some other alternatives. Brian, if somebody was to say, yes, I had a bankruptcy a month ago, how long is it going to take them, do you think, to get uh, back on track? It'll be a couple of years. A couple of years. If somebody said, well, no, I, I haven't uh, filed for bankruptcy, but I'm behind on some debts, and it'd probably take me six months to get them paid off, which is going to be faster to get them on track? Well, probably the six, six months. Six months, right? for sure. Because yeah. the lender is going to ask you lots of questions, so these that's, are good questions you should ask the lender. Too. That's yeah, that's where that's where it's going. So I, I think if if a prospect knows what a mortgage lender is going to be asking, they can get prepared for that very important first meeting, which means run your life in a good way. You don't want to take on additional debt. You don't want to co-sign for people. You don't want to file for bankruptcy. You don't want to file for divorce. You want to avoid all of the things that can actually make your lender say no. That's the guy you don't want to say no. Uh, you want him to say yes, but you want to set yourself up so you present yourself well. April, when you were dating, <laughs> and those guys would come over to your house, and your parents were looking at them coming up to the door, I would almost bet they were looking for the most presentable. You know, so who's the most presentable, right? Who's going to make that? Isn't that first impression pretty important? I mean, you married a great guy. Did. He had pretty good impression, right? Yes, and my dad would definitely keep an eye out for tattoos, tattered clothes, green hair, none of that. None of that. Man, better, I love your dad. <laughs> you better have showered in shade before you showed up. Yes. 
He's like a mortgage lender, isn't he? <laughs> That's right. You need to polish yourself up, shower and shave before you have that conversation with your lender. Yeah, you gotta look good. You gotta look like you've got not only the capacity to pay, but the intention to pay. I wish my prospects when they came to me when I was a mortgage lender would have been prepped a little bit better, you know, and, and made a better presentation. So many times I had to do, it seemed, Brian, like I'd do most of their work. You know, I had to clean up their things and the things that they'd left. And it just causes delays and it makes things take longer. And, you know, you people just aren't as satisfied when they really didn't have much to do with it getting into a home. Whereas if somebody really works on setting their, their life up well, being presentable, being able to say no to the lender when they ask all those questions, mm -hmm. uh, or most of them at least, it'll be a much quicker trip to get there. Absolutely. Brian Cushing, you are the expert at Guild Mortgage for home loans, not only for primary residents, investment buyers, but we talked a little bit about second homes. Mm -hmm. because I do believe we have um, really kind of a resort area here in Reno Sparks. We're so close to Lake Tahoe and so close to the skiing. So can you talk to us about some generalities about what it takes to get um, a second home mortgage? I, I had heard recently through some of the national media that things might be changing when it comes to the guidelines for second homes. Yeah, so, I mean, a lender like Guild Mortgage, we uh, sell the majority of our loans to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac mm -hmm. uh, as long as they meet their guidelines as far as the loan amount. So I think it's about $548,000 for a loan. If you're greater than that, we couldn't sell your loan to Fannie Mae unless you're in a high-cost area. So in northern Nevada, that's the limit which happens to be less than the median sales price, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily. How does that work? Um, hey, so that's, that's the good thing going for us. But uh, as we take in those loans and we sell them to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, they're kind of a one and one the same uh, overall, we are now being restricted on how many of those loans we can provide them monthly as a second home or an investment property, as okay. a non-owner occupied. Oh, okay. So your primary residence is where you're going to spend more than 50% of your time, a second home would be less than 50% of your time. A rental property, would you're not mm -hmm. going to spend any time there. You're going to collect a check. Uh, so what's happened is basically, I think this rule came out in the middle of March. On a Thursday night, I got a call from my boss, said, you better lock those loans in because tomorrow you're not going to be able to. And that's exactly what happened. Our company was a little over 11% of our loan pipeline mm -hmm. at the day this announcement came out mm -hmm. uh, when we were now restricted to 7%. So essentially, the flow of second home approvals is being slowed down disrupted. by Freddie and Fannie. For mm -hmm. and it's pro I would imagine so they can put more emphasis on primary residents. So that's yeah, I think there's a big push. I mean, I think some of the I read some articles that I mean the highest average FICO score for the average loans were in 2020. Mm -hmm. So the really high quality buyers or borrowers got great loans at great interest rates, incredibly low. Yeah. And uh, some of the other guys got less left behind. I think that's a big part of it. So rental property, second homeowners probably have higher credit scores. They're probably, the, you know, we'll call them the 1%. Right. For lack of a better way to reference it. Mm -hmm. um, but the other side of it is I'm not sure that they're not still uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac trying to get out from under the government's thumb from being taken over in 2008. So maybe there's a bigger play at, at hand here, but if, for the time being, unless this gets rescinded, as a mortgage company, we had to shave off quite a bit, 4% of our loans that we had coming in. So investors that wanted to refinance, we had to apply extra cost because we might not have a market to provide that loan. We can't not sell it to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. There is right. no other Mac right, out right. there. So, there's, a, there's a process. The reason people do loans because they can move, the loan can be resold, can be repackaged. Well, and I think eventually there probably will become a better market. There'll be yeah. a secondary market for those type of loans if this is the new permanent uh, uh, thing. So our pivot was really focused around people buying homes. So our company uh, just said, okay, well, we're not going to impact any loans for a second home buyer or a second home investor or an investor property purchase. Uh, if you want to refinance your 20 different rental properties, we're going to put a penalty fee on top of it to try to curb the amount of loans that you apply for. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know if that's a, more of a Band-Aid than a solution, but that's the less than 30 days into it, that's where we're sitting today. Doesn't impact a majority of our listeners, but more and more people, I think, are looking at all the options to buy and sell real estate, and second homes, I think, is a great option if it fits into your lifestyle. 
We'll learn more by visiting Brian Cushing in person or on the website. Brian, best website to visit to learn more? Yeah, we've, uh, my website's homeloansreno.com, and then guildmortgage.com is a great resource for lots of other. We'll put all that information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk with the team about the median home prices so that you can be astounded, too. We'll be right back. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. I always said someday I'm going to live in a million-dollar home. And now, April, I feel like I'm on my way. It's not because I'm moving. I'm just kind of sitting around and watching the values go up. What are we, where are we right now for Reno Sparks median home prices? We are at the 485000 mark for the Reno Sparks combined. Yes. So we want to make sure that... Reno Sparks combined, uh-huh. but if you're just looking at the Reno market, yeah. um, it's 515,000. Gasp. <laughs> so, so when you actually break out those those market areas, um, you can flesh out just really what the market value is, mm-hmm. depending on where you want to live. Yeah. Uh, that's why you do want to hire a professional. You want to hire a realtor. You want to look at those. Um, different communities that are specific to your needs. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to your lender. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you can navigate that transaction um, and in the area that you want to be in. So I don't want four hundred eighty-five thousand to like scare everybody, uh-huh. but um, there are still areas within the community that uh, are very enticing and affordable for people. Yeah, and, and the median home price just means that half sold for less and half Correct. of the home sold for more. And Correct. so it, and me as a shopper, I know I can't look at the half that sold for more, but I can certainly look at the half that sold for less. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my side of the equation. But let's just face it, the median home price is right at about a half a million dollars. Yeah. And for the people that are thinking that maybe real estate isn't right for them, well, just think about the people that did make that decision to buy real estate whenever they bought it. Uh, the values go up. And how many things can you buy in this world that after a year or two, the values go up. My clothes aren't worth nearly what they were. My car is a piece of garbage now, right? right? Compared to when I bought it. Practically everything wears out. My electronics is outdated. Everything's got to be... But the house, the real estate, that's solid. And I think people sometimes forget just what kind of real value real estate brings to the equation. Yes. And my, you know, that's something my dad always said, real estate. That's that never goes away. Mm-hmm. It may go up and down, but real estate never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> so it does have that value, and it's um, a great asset to have in your portfolio. It's mm-hmm. um, I I don't think that there's anything negative regarding uh, real estate that I've ever seen, except for it is fluctuating. And um, again, though, there's pr- plenty of opportunities out there. So mm-hmm. don't be too intimidated. By the numbers. Exactly, but do you just do have to know where you are? Yes. And for the longest time, I've been promoting uh, Fernley, Nevada, because it's close to Reno, close to Sparks, a lot less expensive. But it appears to be catching up in exposure, in popularity, and in price. April, I remember when the price in Fernley was at about half. Fernley, we're at three hundred twenty thousand. All so. right. Yeah, they are creeping up there. They're up and closer to like 60 to 65% of the value. Mm -hmm. And it does, you know, lead us back to some of the great things that you could do if you sold your home. A lot of people ask, well, if I sell my home, I don't know what to do. But, you know, maybe many people, we talked about downsizing. And Fernley might be a great place to look at. Also, the Dayton uh, area and the Minden, Gardnerville area seem to be quite popular. Very popular. I, I personally love Dayton. I think it's a great place, and so is Fernley. I mean, if you're ready to, to still be in an area that you're close to shopping and things like that, mm-hmm. being in Fernley is great. You're not that far from Sparks mm-hmm. or the Legends, the Marina, all of that. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lovely location. When you're in the city, you have certain benefits. Moving out to a rural area, of course, it's a little further away, but there's got to be some benefits and trade-offs that we haven't mentioned yet. Brian Cushing, when it comes to the mortgage world, when we look at a rural area like Fernley, 
Minden Gardnerville versus Midtown Reno. What are some of the differences in the mortgage world? Yeah, you can put no money down a lot of times, especially in Lyon County. No money down. Yeah, rural housing County. loans. They're, this is something that's uh, been in place for a long time, but I think the telecommuting world allows you to live where you want to live and yeah. work online in some cases. So yeah. I think that's uh, a hidden gem. $330,000 median price is affordable compared to Sparks or Reno. Yeah. And uh, if you could do a USDA rural housing loan, uh, that's a great option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that USDA rural loan. It's, uh, it's fantastic. I remember it was on the top of my list of opportunities when I was in the world of mortgage, and I'm glad to know that it's still there, Brian. I remember my very first one in 2007 mm-hmm. was a converted barn in Silver Springs. A converted barn. It was literally a barn. <laughs> it had been a 20-acre parcel broken down into five-acre pieces, and uh-huh. one of the five acres had a barn, and they turned it into a single-family residence. Wow. And my, uh, my boss at the time was like, I don't think you can finance that. So I went and met with the USDA office, and mm-hmm. he laughed. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. This is right up our alley. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Have, speaking of Silver Springs, I was through there recently because I traveled to Yarrington back and forth for the bee conference with Mason Valley Beekeeper. So I get to see a regular update as to what's happening on USA Parkway and Silver Springs. That looks like a gem of an opportunity for either a business or residence. I mean, you can see I'm, they've got the biggest roundabout I've seen in northern Nevada <laughs> in Silver Spring. <laughs> hey, it's, it's um, yeah, that USA Parkway extension is going to make a whole different game changer out there. Yeah. Yeah, Gary McDonald and uh, the real estate world awaits for the right people to step forward. I think that a lot of times people have self-doubts. They just, they just think it's, they can't do it. I mean, there are so many people. It just seems like it's more and more people, um, because of the COVID, because of the problems we've had in the economy in the last year, uh, they've lost a lot of their confidence. We, let, our, let, let our listeners know. Tell us how you feel the real estate market can help people if they act properly with their approach. Real estate is an awesome career. It's, um, it's filled with uh, anxiety. It's filled with challenge. Uh, it's filled with the fact that it doesn't stay the same. Uh, one of the, one of the uh, scary things about real estate, if you, if you just want a job uh, that nothing's going to change, go become an accountant and go sit behind a desk and work with numbers all day long. Yeah. In the real estate business, it's uh, it's like a roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. and that means uh, if you're on the lending side, if you're in the administrative side of the association, if you're in the leadership side, we're constantly looking at change. Um, Brian touched on it a minute ago. I want to touch on uh, our rising home values and things like that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier in the interview in 2012, uh, you felt that the market had bottomed, and I agree. Yeah. Um, at that period of time, we were in the midst of about a four or five year cycle where we did not see homes being built. And so that has contributed to our situation today. I call it the lost generation of housing, and I stole that from someone. I just can't credit who I stole it from. But there's a lost generation of housing being built. Yeah. And so people are complaining. They say they're seeing homes being uh, built and constructed everywhere. Well, they are. This is not a local northern Nevada phenomenon. It's happening all over the country. Now, we have, uh, were recently recognized as being the 13th hottest market in the United States. Mm-hmm. What's surprising is the top two are in New Hampshire. Um, people that you think were getting out, going to the Sun Belt, going, going here, uh, there's some areas of the country that are just blowing up, taking off. Uh, Florida, for instance, is just everyone's looking to buy property in Florida. They can't build it fast enough. Mm. So this this market is not just simply northern Nevada, uh, but it's complex. And if you're if you're going to get into the real estate business, if you're going to commit this to be your career, you want to get good education. You want to get good mentorship. You want to be with a good agency. You want to create a team. Uh, your uh, a significant team needs to include inspectors, um, plumbers, uh, electricians, roofers, uh, somebody that you can call, they know your name, you can refer them, uh, lenders, uh, whenever somebody comes to me, I give them four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever lenders that mm-hmm. I know are good in this marketplace. 
um, then you can, you know, you need to come in with the idea that you just don't plunk a sign in the ground and get a big check. There's a lot of work to it. It's a, it's a dedicated field, and which is why I tell buyers and sellers, if you're going to play in this arena, hire a realtor. Gary McDonald, great advice for our listeners. Always use a pro when you're dealing with big money projects, and real estate is one of those projects. If anybody wants to reach you, what's the best way? Call the association. They'll connect me, uh, 775-848-6687. Very nice. Thanks for being with us today. Okay, Peter. Thank you so much for having me. Brian Cushing, thank you for joining us, too, on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If somebody needs any guidance on the side of the mortgage world to buy or sell real estate, all of your contact information is up on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. And I'm hoping that you'll come back to visit with us sometime again soon. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long hiatus, but we're, we're back in it. And we've got great guests to join us all the time, so thank you for being with us. April Labrie, of course, you're always welcome and always pleased to have you here on our program from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. And thank you again for the stats and updates on a regular basis so that we can really take a good comparison as to how the market looks compared to our needs, compared to the past, and maybe compared to what we think is going to happen down the road. Absolutely. I have one plug, though. Tell me. So I want to make sure that everybody knows mm -hmm. that on May 20th, we are going to have our SPC fundraiser, and we are going to be at the El Rancho Drive-In, 7 p.m., $30 a car, uh -huh. so pack your five friends into your car. <laughs> Come on down. All of the um, proceeds will go towards the SPCA. Oh, nice. And uh, I, I believe, but I don't quote me, I think our movie is Talladega Nights. So, oh, man, that would be fun. So I know there's a whole generation that's going to show up at the drive-in. We want to pack it full of cars, and uh, it's all for a good cause for the SPCA, our 2021 philanthropic partner. I haven't been to the drive-in movie since I was a kid. I'm looking forward to that, April. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm manning the booth, so I'm going to make sure that your car's there. So. <laughs> all right. I'll be checking in cars. Just don't look in the trunk, okay? You're committed that's all my <laughs> You can bring as many as you want in the trunk. <laughs> I'm not checking trunks. <laughs> we'll see you all on um, that day, the May the 20th. That's Thursday yes. night at the Drive-In and Sparks. Yes. And then the next day, of course, I'll be now all Go fresh golf. in my golf tournament. We all good. We'll be there. Thank you, April. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.